Okay, welcome to this edition of Coach's Corner. I forget what number it is. Um, Graham and Simon are with me. Um, and the folk, we're going to start talking this week about the fact that we're returning to training this week. Hallelujah. Um, it, the, tomorrow the restrictions lift, so we can meet in groups of six, train outdoors. I'm really pleased because it means we can actually travel and go somewhere, run further afield, which is what I'm doing tomorrow. Can't wait, got a day off. Um, and... I think it'd be interesting to talk about what the coaches have got in mind, how they, what their reflections are and what we're going to focus on. And, and obviously a return to training means a return to racing at some point. So what their thoughts are on that. So just say hi to Graham and Simon. Afternoon, chaps. Afternoon. Afternoon. Right. We're, hopefully we'll be all right signal-wise. I've had to move rooms before we hit record. So apologies in advance if anything drops out. Um, so, chaps, how are you feeling about the return to training then and return possibly to racing? Simon. Looking forward to it. Looking forward to getting back to training, particularly. Um, I have grown a bit bored of training by myself, I have to say, over the last however many weeks. It was all right at first, but yeah. I'm, I'm looking for a bit of company and people to run with. So, Tuesday should be a good night. Hmm. Yeah, I think just looking looking forward to seeing everybody again. To be honest, um, I mean, I've, since since this all started, I'm I'm more or less a home worker, and I, I've spoken to not quite so many people, <laughs> and so it'd be just good to see people. Uh, obviously, we've still got some restrictions going on, and we have to be careful. But just to see people, hopefully, people help people get remotivated, mm. and all those things. I think you know, there's. I imagine if people are feeling a bit like myself, you kind of don't know quite where you are with your running. Yeah. So I think um, people might be coming along some slightly trepidatious about whether they're quite up, whether they're quite where they were. And I think, you know, there's all sorts of things for us to think about um, in terms of the sort of social side, the confidence side and the physical side. So I'm, yeah. And, and, and of course we, we fixed the weather so that it would be lovely. Yeah. Um, <laughs> apparently so so hopefully hopefully be good yeah looking forward to it a lot yeah i've, I've not long come back off my run today and it was actually warm i was wearing long sleeves and wished i wasn't it was windy but it wasn't that cut you in half cold wind that that the northeast so very good at um it's yeah you've timed it beautifully chaps <laughs> well, i was deliberate we had, a, we had we had a word with chris witty so yeah <laughs> Brilliant. So remind me, what's the first session back then? Let's talk. Let's just talk Ooh. about what that's going to be like. Oh, that's a good question. I forgot. For ourselves, in our in our group, we're doing lampposts uh, down the seafront. Um, so, in effect, it's a it's a it's a structured fartlek, isn't it? Mm. Uh, two lampposts on. Yeah. Three lampposts off on the way out. Three lampposts on. Two lampposts off on the way back. So. Uh, yeah, it's. I think it's a nice one for for certainly. Obviously, not everybody uh, listening to this will be in our group, but for yeah. our group, it's a nice one because um, you've got that recovery time where you can you can chat with people about how it's going, yeah. and it's a nice one where you can kind of stay in a group as well and help each other out. Yeah, which I think actually will be quite important on Tuesday. The last thing you want on Tuesday is people coming along and dropping miles off the back of a group and saying, uh, "I'm thinking." I was just thinking you know, that everyone. I think. We've, we've said it in a previous podcast, haven't we? Everyone's had a very different lockdown. Some have prospered and thrived and really kicked on. Others have really fallen away. And there's, 
no, there's no shame in that because our lives are different and the various pressures are different and our personalities are different. So it, it's, I imagine for you guys, it's very much a case of just weighing it all up when people start to come out. I imagine the other coaches feel the same way. Okay, how is everybody and whereabouts are they with their running? That's right. I think, I think um, obviously you want people to, to come to train and, and, and push themselves as hard as they can. But I think in this first week, and, and, and Simon, I've been talking about this, there's also kind of the, the group thing and, and, and athletes supporting themselves and, in, their, yeah. in their groups. You know, or you've had a hard time, you're not managing to get out for the last, last couple of weeks. Um, you know, just try and help. I think everything that we've said in the last few weeks, so much of it's mental, so much of it's confidence-wise. So I think, I think as well as the physical, the confidence side of things is going to be quite important. Yeah, I'd, 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 yeah. I think the first, probably the first week, the first two weeks back, it's going to be a bit about that, isn't it? It's going to be about kind of finding your place in the group and the groups coming back together mm. and just, just working together. I think. There's going to be a lot of new people coming. Um, we've got 10 or 11 new people starting with us next week. Um, so it's going to be a case for me. But I think the buzz of getting people back together is is a massive thing. I think that's what people are really looking forward to. So, I, you know, I can't wait for it, to be honest. Yeah, it's going to be really, really exciting. And, of course, there's a few... Um, races now starting to appear on the horizon. There's a cross country soon. Um, I know our cross country captain, Sir John Heaney, and, and my missus, Alison, has uh, have been trying to corral teams. I think there's some relays as well, isn't there? Forgive me, I'm not uh, as across this as perhaps I should be. Um, but there's, there's the beginning of competition. Of course, people won't necessarily be race sharp. My apologies to those that have gone out and nailed PBs during this. Uh, this lockdown i know there's a fantastic running going on but basically speaking racing is going to going to be quite it's going to take a bit of getting back to i suppose isn't it so what what what's um <clears throat> be interesting just to see how, how keen people are to race i mean what's your sense of that you know what about yourselves are you desperate to race or would you rather wait a bit until you've got your racing legs back on yeah <laughs> i think I've got my first race, I think it's July. I think I've got Bridges of the Tyne in July. Um, and I think I've got the front runners, the Newcastle front runners 5K in July as well. So for me, that's quite a nice build up. So we're back into training. I've got April, May, June to kind of get race ready. But I mean, we've touched on this before, but yeah, I need races to feel sharp for racing. So yeah. I'm not expecting anything in those first couple of races, to be honest. I'll try, but I'll not have my race I'm not having my race head on for me. It's not necessarily about the legs or the fitness. It's more about the kind of the mental side of it. So I don't think I'll personally be ready to properly go for it in a race. Yeah. But I don't I think, know. Yeah, it's, it's funny. I mean, I, I'm a bit of a, a feast or famine person with, with, with races. If, if I'm not, if I don't race, then I really don't race. I don't do anything for, for a substantial amount of time. And then if I'm racing, I need to race pretty regularly to, to, get, to get my head and my legs right. And so over over lockdown, I mean, I missed races, and obviously I'd had like everybody lots of races, not back till whenever it is. I think I've got a race every two days in October when they all get rescheduled. <laughs> but um, but when uh, I mean I'm doing the uh, the cross country relays in what is it tenth of April, couple of weeks away. And when uh, when the when the message came through that that I'd, I'd squeezed into one of the teams, I can't tell you how much I was cheered up. 
I was really surprised myself uh, how much it kind of was. Oh, great! And it's really, it's really. I mean, I can't say the last two weeks have been particularly easy training in the wind, but it's really motivated us to to try and get focused and and and. I know I, because it's cross country, as I've said before, I won't be great. But just the idea of getting out there, sticking on the vest, I'm really looking forward to it. Really looking forward to it. Great. Even if I'm dismal. <laughs> Sorry, even when I'm dismal. Yeah. I mean, of course, there's the park run as well, which. So I think. I think. Sorry. Yeah. So, yeah. So, so what, certainly what we've done, because we're not quite sure in, in the terms of the how quickly things will come back. Our, our sort of plan till mid May is we've, we've just written on sort of sessions to to build people up to running at different paces. But I suspect come mid-May, when things are a bit clearer, we'll then, in the old traditional style, we'll write all the races into the plan. And not everybody will be doing all the races, but, but we'll, we'll, be, we'll be flagging up what's, what's coming so p- people can sort of get their heads around it and, and, and train towards them. Yeah. It'd be interesting to see what people... Um, we talked a bit about A, B and C races in a previous podcast, didn't we? And it'd be interesting to see how that starts to shape people's thinking as well, because... I suspect no one's going to want it. There's going to be no A races anytime soon. People are going to want to race themselves back into shape mentally, as Simon said, physically, you know, obviously, I guess. Um, so, yeah, perhaps come the, the, the midsummer or in the early autumn, that's the, that, that's a reasonable time to aim for, for something, you know, to consolidate or the return to training. Um, it's, uh, I mean, for me, I've, I've got my A races in June. And because um, and, I'm doing the spine again, because it's um, and but that's a bit different because that's just about um, that's not really about speed. That's about so many other things. So I, I don't really worry about that so much. It's something I'm not that bothered about. But um, I can see from from Alison's point of view, from most people at you know normal normal sort of cycles of races, there's this kind of what do I aim for? When do I time it? When, when do I think I'm realistically going to be at my fittest? Um, but saying that, there have been some people, I mean, that cooks and virtual cooks and hell yesterday, um, you know, a couple of people ran, like Natasha and Paul, ran amazing times, and they'll be gagging for a race, I'm sure. It'll be interesting just to see where people put their put their focus. I guess from, from your point of view, you've got to go for the um, whatever seems most sensible, and people will just make of that what they will in the plan. Yeah, I think it would be... Yeah, I think we've, we've kind of touched on this before, haven't we, that some people have, they've trained so hard in this lockdown. I mean, yeah. they've, they've followed the plan and they've, they've gone above and beyond it. And honestly, and we've talked about Strava before and, and there's people here in 60, 70 miles a week have just yeah. really focused good training yeah. and that's paying off. Um, so yeah, once the races come back, those people are going to absolutely smash some races and, and some great times and they're going to hit some really good PBs. The flip side, I guess, is that there's going to be those other people whose training has tapered off. They've struggled to get out and do those sessions on their own. Um, they're not race ready. So I think we're going to have a bit of both, I, I would guess. So I think like Graham says, once we get into the plan, we'll start adding races in and we'll start tweaking the plan a little bit to to get people prepared for the races. Yeah. You're going to come yeah. Yeah, I think there's so many varieties of races as well. I think, we've, as you know, in our group at least, we have a lot of new people come into the group who perhaps haven't raced that often. And, and, and the motivation that a race can, can provide for people, I think, I think 
it would be great if people spend kind of you know i'm always slightly cautious if people could spend the first six weeks assessing where they're at and then maybe thinking through well what are the different races available what should i really go for should i just do a sea race to start with and test my legs Definitely. maybe i should do a relay where there's a team around me to support me you know that's why i'm quite pleased for myself with the cross country it's a relay it's cross country so i'm not going to kill myself uh uh beat myself up afterwards and then i'll but i will have some kind of uh, marker for, for how i was in a, in a race that although i want to do well for the team um you know it's not my own 5k i've got to i've got to get it out there so so i think there's i think if if individuals will need to think for themselves and hopefully chat to us about what they're thinking of doing and mm. and, and work their way through the the array of races that are going to start fingers crossed in mid-june yeah i think it's gonna be mad isn't it so many like you said mentioned october i think i wouldn't it wouldn't be i wouldn't be that surprised if if there was just a glut as soon as it became possible that there just so many races just reappeared and the real appetite for it grows I'm a bit worried that people might over races and that we yeah. might see an unusual amount of injuries this summer. I mean, that, that, that really think, me personally as well. I'm a bit concerned about that. I think that's a really important point. And I think, again, we've said this in, in previous podcasts, but, but, but choosing races wisely and not overdoing it. And all right, if people want to park run, that's fair enough, but don't like that. Um, because we all know that the hammering it week in week out on on races um, these changes niggles. Yeah. You don't want to you don't want to get a niggle as soon as lockdown's finished. And to, uh, training and racing are so different. You, you you know hammering it in a race is so different to training. And as Graham says, that's when you're going to pick up niggles and injuries, and that's when you're going to have problems. Coaches coming back, we we do want to work obviously on the on the on the pace and the physical side of things and all of that. But I think just getting a few me- get. Pay, it's, it's about patience and self-discipline isn't it as well yeah I think, yeah being consistent we've got a bit of a glitch haven't we yeah i've just moved my laptops just a little bit because i think it might be me hopefully it'd be all right but the um the being consistent and patient i think are, are two things that people aren't very good at generally particularly runners that are very goal focused so it'll be interesting to see I just hope there isn't a, a, a big lot of injuries and people getting really frustrated, but you, you could imagine there might be. So I guess that would be something you guys would be paying attention to from a coaching point of view. be interesting to see what people's thoughts are on that, if they want to feed back to us on, in terms of the podcast around, you know, what, what they're perhaps a races are likely to be. be interesting to find out. I think, I think one of the things about coming back as in groups is obviously the regulations stand that we could come back as one great big group if we wanted because it's coached but but that yeah. doesn't seem appropriate in the first instance so we're going to stick in in smaller groups with slightly different starting points and i think that's the the wise thing to do yeah. but i can't wait to have everybody back in a big group because it just make communication about these things a lot easier as well mm-hmm. if you remember kind of back in the day when there was the big group you don't want to keep people standing around at the beginning before they do their running but you can kind of get over a few things like you know, stay patient 
yeah. don't over race and it's much harder when everybody's spread around uh where we're either running with a particular group or zooming up and down on bikes trying to keep a track of people yeah i think well i mean that's i think it's a bit heroic what you did last summer just trying to just i don't know all the other coaches do just that improvisation and, and yours was like that and i dare say the other coaches are less familiar with what they do but there's an awful lot of improvisation going on and i suspect that's going to continue even when we're back because um like we say we've got injuries worries and people's people rushing back new runners um uh, so much to you know so i guess my point of view more power to you and i think it's something the more information you get i guess the easier it is for you to adapt it yeah i mean something ron always said and and um and we've taken it on a bit but covid kicked in so soon is is asking people to talk to them and talk about the targets and say where they're at and, and what they're aiming at and all of those things. And obviously the bigger the group, it's the more difficult it is to keep track of those sorts of things. But it's great if people let us know what they're doing, what they yeah. want to do, what they want to achieve. Because that way we can kind of be even more focused on them and keep an eye on what's going on, you know? Mm. It really, really helps. So that's kind of, and that's not just for our group, anybody that's anybody that's in any coaching group, if they just talk to the coach and say, listen, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking of doing this. What do you think about it? Yeah. And I'm sure that's what coaches are there for, to give Definitely. that specific advice. Yeah. So uh, I think coming back, so you've actually got face-to-face -face chat with the coach about what goals are for all athletes in, in all disciplines is, and all ages. It's, yeah. it's just a really great thing that all the coaches, I think, are looking forward to. Brilliant. I think uh, just in terms of what those goals are likely to be, um, the way that races obviously operate, the, the different scale to them, aren't they? And, and, and that will mean there's different implications for when they're, when, if and when they're likely to return. So marathons, for example, um, I, I can't imagine, I mean, the big ones have been postponed, haven't they? They're in the, is London still in the autumn? Is that right? Have I got that right? Yeah, um, October, I think, isn't it? Yeah. So, so. That, that's a reasonable time away for people to have as an A race. So I do wonder whether or not other marathons that would have been in the spring or the summer might be put back. So you might, there might be a real glut of people who are building towards an autumn marathon. That could be really yeah. interesting. Uh, I suspect that's, you know, but just to tenuously and shamelessly link it to something we put on Facebook yesterday. Um, I, I put a poll up, just, I was really interested in what race distances people found difficult in terms of pacing and judgment, not so much sheer effort. Um, and I thought, because for me, I can't stand 10Ks and I, and I well, no, I'm rubbish at 10Ks. And um, I was just intrigued, it's a really weird distance. I'm much happier with a half marathon. Really, I've all, when I did a lot of road racing, I loved them. So I thought, hey, that's weird, it's further, it's, you know, what's, what's, what's my problem? Wonder if that's common. And, so I asked the question, what from an endurance running point of view, and the by far the most popular response was marathons are the hardest thing to, to pace. Yes, they're the hardest thing to run. I've done a couple of them, but um, but it's that the judgment required. It, it strikes me that you get it wrong earlier on, and you might not pay for it straight away, but you will do towards back end. <laughs> there seems to be a lot of pain and terror. I mean, I remember that. Um, so that's going to if there is a glut of people building towards an autumn marathon 
um, and there's been lockdown, it's going to be interesting to see how what the coaching advice and the plans are going to be. Um, I mean, that's just something that seemed to come out of yesterday. Uh, I, I just remember marathons being very unforgiving if you get even a, a little bit wrong. But yeah, you know, it's yeah, uh, that was my experience. one went one went right one went wrong um unfortunately in that order um so yeah yeah i think i think that 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 also links to to the idea of what we're gonna i'm sure all coaches are trying to do over the next few months and and the idea of sort of discipline stuff i mean it seems to me from what i know of my own marathon training but what i know of, of, of other people's marathon training the plans that Simon and I put together, but also knowing a little bit about what other people who've run a lot of marathons put together as plans. It's that idea of knowing what pace you want to go at and run into a pace. And, and in all the distances that that you listed on that poll yesterday, people saying, Oh, 5k, how do you go off? Not too fast or 10k, but but it's the same as it's, it's having, having your target pace in mind, just somehow maintaining that discipline in the first, two miles to yeah. hit the rhythm if yeah. you can hit the rhythm quickly then you've got a chance of hitting your target haven't you yeah. um, so. and it's i suppose it's psychological discipline but also the discipline in training of trying to trying to stick on your pace and say right okay i want to run at 39 30, 39 59 from a 10k right that means i need to be able to put this pace and my body needs to know that's it yeah my legs need to my legs need to recognize it and just slot into the, the rhythm i find that so difficult um and, and it, it's just i did yesterday i said i said um all right i do this cups and thing i jogged there um and then so i'd already done three and a half miles when i stood at the start line i thought it's blowing a bloody hoolie down right lane so i'll do the first lap steady and then i'll pick it up on the second lap what an absolute load of bollocks oh, we got to the end of the first lap about 21 minutes thinking yeah dream on sunshine <laughs> just about died on the second one i thought and it didn't feel like i'd done that and i looked at the watch and thought i've just i've done it again i've just totally screwed this up and then of course you go up that hill for the second time and it feels 20 times steeper than it did the first time and yeah and uh, yeah. you know and it, it, i mean i was laughing at myself coming in that last kilometer thinking yeah i've totally balls this up and um it's 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 funny and i'm and it's so rusty and out of practice because i don't know what that pace feels like and i so i just kind of winged it and and ballsed it up uh i think there's something i'd forgotten about you know practicing the pace so it'll be interesting i think i think i think you nailed it with that sentence i don't know what that pace feels like i I think i think that that sentence sums it up and i think that's what gets lost in lockdown and that gets lost if you go eyeballs out all the time and um, I think the, not necessarily the best race I've ever done, but one of the most satisfying was, was I'd never really done a target race. And then I had a word with Ron, this was about six years ago, and I discussed my target time with him, which meant I needed to train at this, this pace. And it was, I think I mentioned it before, and I just went around the track every Sunday at a particular pace for about yeah. eight weeks. Gosh. And then I ran, it was the Blythe, uh, it was the April Blythe 10K. And I didn't look at my watch for the first kilometre. And then I looked after 1K and it was exactly on the pace. That's amazing. And I was, I was both surprised and happy, but I, I more or less laughed out loud because <laughs> it was kind of, you're kidding me on, aren't you? What, the legs have done it. I'd, I just had, the, just had that memory, but it, it took a lot of effort. I haven't got that discipline now, but I think that 
learning the pace and knowing what the pace is, I think that's going to be a, a big, and that's a way, of course, of avoiding injury as well. Oh, right. I've thought of it that way. I, th I think, you know, work out what you can do and then run to it and then get that, get that one ticked off and then try and knock up another 20 seconds in another three months' time if, if, if you've got that possibility. It feels to me then that there's a, there's a bit of, um, in terms of the, the, the return to training and, and it, it's, it's a bit like, I mean, to use a cricket analogy, it's a bit like playing yourself in a bit, you know, it's going to be a few weeks of you guys seeing where everybody else is with their running, but also what they're aiming for and when that is, and then piecing that all together to come up with not just a plan, but an approach, you know, to work with the different athletes, you know, which group they might want to go in and what sessions are more important than other ones and that kind of thing. And it's going to, I suppose, put, it's almost like a plea from this podcast to the wider Met Club membership is talk to your coach because the more, like I say, the more information you've got, the more likely it is that, that you'll be putting people in the right groups and, and all that kind of stuff. Um, which can make a huge difference. You put yourself in a group that's a stretch, that might be the right thing for some runners, you know, get, them, get them up, but it might well be that it, it, it's the wrong thing for another one, depending on what they're aiming for and when that is. So it's not just a case of how fit do I think I am, it's where's all this going, which I hadn't really thought about until, until we got chatting. So, yeah, I mean, that's something, um, because I'm, I, I, I'm not really, I don't need speed, but I do need to keep fit um and i'll probably drop a group because i've lost all my speed but i've been the mileage has been good so if i if i went back into the b group which i was hanging on to anyway i think i'd do myself a mischief and i can't i'd rather be undercooked without a niggle going into what i'm doing yeah uh because you know that might cost me you know half a day in a six day seven day race right. that's fine as long as I, if i dnf after three days then i'll be extremely annoyed because i've pushed too hard and got an injury so there'll be various equivalents to that in different distances and disciplines. Um, but as so others might need that sharpening, it'd be really, that'd be really interesting. So yeah. If, oh, so yeah, you got it on notice. I'm going to drop a group. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Thing is that everyone will drop a group and the groups will be, <laughs> it'll be the same group of people. And all right. It's just a different letter. <laughs> that does yeah. seem to be the chat at the minute. Um, oh, I'll just drop down. I'll just drop down. I'll just drop down. Um, yeah, so have, see what happens. Yeah, you'll have three people in the A and B and everybody else. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, Simon, are you expecting a, a run of, I mean, not just yourself, but your fellow um, sports massages, masseurs, and sports therapists, and physiotherapists? It's going to be an interesting time for you guys, not just talking about commercially, just in terms of the the kind of experiences and, and things people are going to bring to you is, is that already starting to show itself in in terms of the inquiries that you've had and the and all the rest of it yeah i mean obviously I, i've been as a sports massage therapist i've been shut down for i can't even think when this lockdown started was it end of december yeah. so i've been closed since then um same as all other sports massage therapists and i've got a lot of friends who do the same job and we talk quite often about it yeah so we're due to open up on April 12th and I'm, I've already got the first two, three weeks there completely chock-a-block with people. Really? Um, I speak to people all the time. I, I get messages most days off people just asking about little niggles and little injuries and little, you know, things here and there. Yeah. And you can offer people advice and you can send them video links to foam rolling and massage techniques, but pe people are kind of, they've missed it. 
they have missed it. And I think when we train, people speak to both Graham and I about little niggles and things like that, and we can give advice. But when we're not seeing people face to face, it's a lot harder. Yeah. So I'm hoping when we get together, I think most people will be sensible and people will drop groups and people will just take it steady um, and just not push it too hard because we have got plenty of time before the races start kicking in, in fairness. We've got about three months before they're going to come along. Yeah. So I think I've, I've spoken to... Our role to, as well, to keep people, yeah. keep people steady. You know what it's going to be like. Tuesday night, <laughs> boom. Three lampposts, tailwind, I'm yeah. away. You know? <laughs> and I think we just <laughs> just try and try and reel people in just 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 a little bit. Um, who knows? But um, it'd be interesting to see. It will. But I mean, I think I, I do think it's been fascinating just seeing how the lock, and it will be fascinating to see how people come out of lockdown, what they focus on, how they are in themselves psychologically. You know, um, I really hope that the people that have struggled psychologically and with motivation come back, get a new lease of life with it all, whatever level they're at, but don't bloody knacker themselves because yeah. the, the, the energy, the mojo's back. So I, I just, please, if you're, please nobody do that because it's, it'll be heartbreaking, won't it? You know, so, uh, and I, like you say, that's, that's why talking to you guys helps, it will help them temper their efforts and not be silly. Because uh, yeah. we're all we're all runners, we're all daft, we're all terrible at listening to advice. But I guess you got to stand you stand a chance if at least you get the advice. I was just gonna say that first week or two week back, but Graham and I have said we we normally run in our sessions. We both run in either B or C group, but for the first couple of weeks back, we're going to be on our bikes and we're going to go up and down the coast and yeah. speak to people. We've got. I think I've just counted up 12 new people coming on Tuesday who have never been before. So we're going to have to go and introduce ourselves and find find the groups for those people and just keep an eye. And we've got quite a few um, members who haven't been for a while who are now asking about coming back. So Brilliant. we can watch it. You know, it's a lot easier to watch if you're not running. So we can just go up and down the coast and watch what's going on and speak to people. And if people do fall off the back, and I think that is going to happen, we can slot them into a different group. Yeah. Um, you know, no one's going to be really sharp. No one's going to be straight back into their group and fly. And everyone's going to have a little bit of an issue, let's be honest. But yeah. as you said, if everybody drops down a group, that's not really going to help much because then you're just going to have all of B group in C group and all of C group in D group and all the way down, which <laughs> doesn't really achieve anything <laughs> at the end of the day. Mm. Right. Things for people to remember uh, in every group is is probably everybody in the in the club has fallen off the back of their group at one time or another in a session that's just everybody almost everybody's had a niggle and had to work themselves from slower paces up to faster paces which takes time and it's just it's just remember it's it's obviously we've got different age groups with different expectations but for a lot of people it's a long game you know it's it a long game there's plenty of, there's, there's plenty of time to with with one or two exceptions of people that we've already named who are just flying at the minute and have every chance of PB in the next yeah. month today, yesterday. Yeah. Most yeah. most athletes surely cannot be I don't want to discourage people, but there's plenty of time to get a PB. Yeah. It doesn't have to be in March. <laughs> um right. yeah, so patience is the watchword then, Graham. Well, listen. You know, I'm I'm the I'm the sort of kind of oh, let's take it slow, let's take it slow. But for me, 
pace for for some for many athletes, certainly athletes who uh, coming back after after a motivation struggle and, and who might have a tendency to niggles. I'm trying to avoid saying for people of a certain age, but I might as well say it. Um, <laughs> patience. Uh, I, I include myself in that category, but yeah, it's patience, isn't it? It's a long game. I mean, again, um, to, to, to go back to, to run it, you, you want to be running next year. You want to be running in two years' time. You want to yeah. be running in five years' time um, and, and hitting great times then. Uh, so, you know, to expect to necessarily be at your absolute sharpest peak by the start of may fantastic and i i really hope some people are but if you're not it's not one to beat yourself up on it's one to just work on isn't it plan and think ahead yeah that goes back to what we were saying earlier about individual athletes thinking what they want to achieve and what's realistic and how to get there i do wonder if 2021 is is, is the year of of almost of not so much restarting, but it, it's almost a, a, a bit like, um, <clears throat> I don't know, it's an opportunity to st- almost to reflect and say, okay, r- do I do want to come back to the same targets that I had before? And in many cases, the answer will be yes. Yeah. According to one uh, friend who uh, runs the party who's, who's got a 5K target in his head, and that was the same target, and, and he's absolutely determined to hit it. That's, you know, so to him, this is just, this is just a bump in that road. But I think for others, it might well be a case of, actually, I was, I was, I was aiming for that 50-minute 10K or that 40-minute that 10K, whatever it might be. Um, it, am I as bothered about that now as I was then? And if not, what, what would I prefer to do? Or do I not even want a target for, for the... And all of those are equally valid and there's no expectation or there's no right or wrong about it but i wonder if for a lot of people this year is about that re-evaluation you know what do i really want out of all of this why am i doing it um so it'd be interesting again another one would be interesting just to see how how many people are just going to jump back on the previous goal and how many are going to reflect and perhaps try to take different things out of running uh so again another one that perhaps in a few weeks time when we do one of these you know be back a few weeks as coaches what are you hearing yeah, what what is it? I'd be mm. interested to hear that. And again, just a, a plea for people listening: if if your if your goals are the same or they're different, get involved. You know, let us know. And I'll, when I put this podcast up, I'll put a question on that people can put in the comments. Actually, I want to get back and do a sub three or a sub four marathon. Great. It'd just be interesting to see whether people are differently focused or or the same. Um, and I think that's part of what makes running for a club interesting. It's, it adds a dimension to something rather than just focusing on your own running. I think that's I think true. Well, I think one of the things is people, people who have trained well through lockdown may be coming back thinking, I'm going to go back into my first race in July or August and I'll, I'll be fine. Yeah. I'll run a 20-minute 5K or I'll run a 25-minute 5K. But there is every chance that, that first race back is going to be awful. I mean, <laughs> yeah. you have the worst race you've ever had because I you bet. haven't raced in a year yeah. and a half. Yeah. I, I'm not expecting, I mean, I'm running really well. My, my training's gone really well. I did a kind of virtual 5K a couple of weeks ago, which was the fastest one I've done in about four years. Oh, wow. But I'm under no illusion that stand on a start line of a 5K, I'm not expecting to run particularly well because I'm just not race ready. I'm just not race fit. So f- for me, I think I probably got five or six races this year they're all just kind of little tester events 
They're all tester events, each one building up. And then next year, I will start looking and getting back into it. Um, we touched on this before, I think, as well. Um, park run. I need park run back. That's my regular once a month, once every three weeks. But I'll do a park run to just yeah. keep myself sharp and get race ready. Mm-hmm. Without I, that, not the same. I, I total convert park runs. I never thought, I never thought I would get into them at all. It's the antithesis to what I would normally do. But just that discipline of, or that sensation of having worked as hard as you can at once a week, because um, I was struggling to make the club as well. So I was going off and doing the parks on Saturday, works better for me. And uh, okay, I'm not, 5K is not my distance, not my talent at all, but you can still improve. Anyone can improve. And uh, I just liked the sensation of not, of, of kind of, you know, I, I left it, I left everything of myself out there, you know, and across the line. And these courses are all different. I try to, you know, go to these different courses. And yeah, part run, it not, not only helped with a bit of race sharpness. So when I did a fell race, I felt like I was, I was familiar with the effort level. Um, I, I just like the the kind of sen- the sensation of of chasing somebody down, which you don't get on your own. And I think, yeah, and I think you get a bit smarter about how to deal with pain how to deal with that hurt locker you know when you when it's you're dying on your backside you've got 2k to go if you're not used to that it will freak you out and you'll just slow right down whereas um if you're more used to it you you just hang in there and i yeah i think that no matter how many of them we've done you, you need to get back in the habit um and you talk i remember i think it was you simon who said in a previous podcast about some people are great racers sorry great trainers but don't race that well and others really inconsistent trainers but have the habit of knocking races out of the park um i suspect that's going to be something we see a bit of as well you know but that's where i worry about injury because some people that might not have trained brilliantly but race well yeah they'll get injured i think i I do worry about that um so yeah interesting times ahead i think in just in terms to summarize because i think this has been an interesting chat about this whole return most of what we've talked about is looking forward with questions rather than um things that happen i think it'd be really interesting to follow this up in perhaps a month, perhaps in three or four pods time you know weeks a month's time just to see well we, we speculated as to how people would be what they'd be aiming for how the, how the group work works i'm really keen to see how it panned out with everybody and whether or not and, and it might i think it would do people good because if people are potentially on a, 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 a route to injury without but they're not injured yet it might well be something we could sort of say right you know we've seen a lot of this and you know if you're feeling like this if you start to feel a bit tired or whatever and you're seeing a lot of it it you know prevents one injury it's worth it isn't it because we know how miserable it is to be injured yeah so, yeah but in the me i mean all i i think from my my point of view as a punter it's going to yeah, I've doffed my cap to you two and all the other coaches because this is you're gonna have to work your nuts off on you for the next few weeks. <laughs> it's just trying to work out where where the hell 60, 70, 80 people's heads are at. I mean that's a that's a hell of a job. So if there's anything we can do. This has been a really good chat. Yeah. Yeah, this has been a really helpful chat for certainly certainly for me and, and I'm sure for Simon also to to just think through what the next few weeks are going to be like. And, and I kind of we kind of had it in the back of our minds, but the more we've talked today to realise that 
people are going to be both trepidatious and champing at the bit to go as fast as they can. But actually, so much of our conversation today has been focused on uh, getting people's heads right, both to not beat themselves up, but also not yeah. to get injured. Yeah. And, 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 it, and this injury thing and this overdoing it thing has really come through in the last, whatever, 40 minutes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. In a way that I think was lurking in Simon and mine's minds, but this has made it really, really explicit. And, and I'm, I'm pretty sure that, that it will slightly change what we say to people on Tuesday night. We're always going to say, come on now, you know, let's just, let's just be, uh, let's just be glad to be out there. Let's take what we can from this particular session, but we're probably going to add in and let's not go crackers. Uh, let's go for 80% rather than 100%. And, Obviously, not everybody will do that. I'm not going to name names, but um, you know who you, you are. Know, I think that's that's that's. Yeah. Uh, but that's come across really clearly to me in this conversation um, more than I think even I thought before we started it. Um, how important that's going to be. Mm. Well, Tuesday's going to be brilliant, though. I mean, I think I'd, I think I'd like to sort of wrap it up by saying it's arrived hurrah you know the track will be open people are going to be able to use it you guys are, and the other coaches are back in business and it's just gosh it's brilliant it's so good um i'm slightly annoyed because allison allison's got the pass out i've got to do the babysitting this week so she's <laughs> so she's she gets to the first week back but I'm, and i'm insanely jealous but i just hope it goes well for you guys and for everybody else so I'm, I'm really i'm really glad it's here um and to you and and to the other coaches I salute you and I hope you get the information out of people you want. I hope they bloody listen to you as well. <laughs> so final words, listen to the bloody coaches and don't get injured for God's sake. <laughs> okay. I'm going to leave it there then. I'll just. Cheers. I'll just, okay. Cheers. Thank you. Thanks a lot.